Hey everyone, welcome once again to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-depth series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. I'm Jen. I'm Tara. And this is episode number 37 of Podcast in Death. And we actually did have a, um, a topic that we were going to talk about mm-hmm. on this episode. Um, we we asked, changed our mind. Yeah. <laughs> We asked some of our patrons to give us uh, their input of what topics they would want us to cover. And we picked one out. And then, you know, Jen decided she would like to rant. Well, I think that was a mutual decision. It was a mutual decision. Yes. But you brought it up. I did bring it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So um, do you, I'll I'll just, do you want me to kind of give background and, and all that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you've got the notes. So, so um, I think it was a little over a week ago. For those of you that don't know, um, a little over a week ago, there was somebody out there on social media, and I'm not going to give really details because I don't want this person to get more um, attention than they deserve. Even though she might deserve it. But. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, somebody on their social media was talking about uh, made it a. a several posts about having this person is a ghostwriter, they claim. And uh, the posts were about why they're a ghostwriter and how horrible it is. And, you know, this is the only way this person can make money. Apparently I don't see how that is a thing, but you know, no. And one thing that she mentioned was that, um, Somebody asked, well, if you're a ghostwriter, you know, if you're a writer that can write in that way, why don't you publish your own books? And this person was trying to make the point that if I publish my own books, they wouldn't sell as well as me writing books for somebody. And she just apparently, oh, I'll just come up with an author name off the top of my head, uh, Nora Roberts. So my book wouldn't sell as well as Nora Roberts. Well, her mentioning Nora was, that was the mistake. Mm-hmm. Because Nora, as most of us know, um, especially us three, we know that she's got this gigantic fan base and they're everywhere. Yeah. And they see all and know all. Yeah. And oh, then yes. they, you know, Report all to Nora. <laughs> right. Yeah. So um, Nora found out about this and she decided to make a statement on her website or the blog that uh, that Laura keeps for her um, on fall into the story dot com. Uh, Nora decided to write a statement about this topic. And I'm going to read the statement so everybody's caught up with what we're discussing here today. Uh, Nora writes, I'm assuming anyone reading this knows how to dispatch a zombie. It's all about the head. I'm a big believer in confronting things head on. Every few months, the walking dead of intimating or outright stating I use ghostwriters shambles onto social media and like a zombie it shuffles on spreading 
I've confronted this before head on, but have never successfully eradicated the infection. So try, try again. Laura will link to the other times I've written about this issue. So readers of this blog will hopefully understand why I continue to do so and how often it crops up again. And I'll, I'll do a link to this post in show notes so people can go there and then they can see all the other links. Um, she continues, this is very personal for me. I write my own books, all of them. Writing is my job and I love my job. I consider it the best job in the world and one I'm very lucky to have. I work hard at my job. I want to, and because I love it, because I want to work hard at it, because of my individual process, pace, and rhythm, I've been able to produce a lot of books over the course of my career. It hits me very personally when people who don't know me, don't know my process, my life, decide to imply or come right out and say, I use ghosts. Are they in my house, my office, standing over my shoulder every day? They're certainly not in the shower, in my gym, in my kitchen, or anywhere else where I do other things while thinking about the story, working out angles, playing what if that I'll turn into words at the keyboard. I do not use ghosts. I have never used ghosts. I never will use ghosts. I've said all of that before. Will no doubt say it again. So those who say I do are calling me a liar and impinging my work. That's personal. Years ago, a journalist with some shaky math skills and faulty information wrote that I produce a book every 45 days. That's crazy and wrong, but it's stuck over the years. The journalist didn't consider that I had written several books, 55K word count romances, before I sold the first one, and I was able to fix and fiddle and sell those previously rejected books rather quickly in the first couple of years. But who cares? What does it matter? The only people concerned about when I turn in a manuscript and how long that particular book took me to write are my editor and my agent. And the editor and agent, both of whom I work, I've worked with for decades, know the work I turn in is mine alone. I write how I write and I write alone. I don't collaborate or brainstorm or partner. I write solo because that's my process. I don't have staff, researchers, assistants, because I don't want them. I work alone, which I find one of the greatest beauties of my craft. If a book has my name on it, I wrote it. Every damn word. That's the alpha and omega. Some say she's written over 200 books. Impossible. No, it's not. Not when I write six to eight hours a day, five days a week. That's my choice. It's how I work and what works for me. It's my process and process is individual to every writer. What's right for one isn't for another. We're not the Borg. My pace is my pace, not anyone else's. I don't do a lot of social media, my choice, my particular wiring. So I have the amazing Laura who has her own space in her own house to take care of the bulk of that. I don't do a lot of socializing, even pre-COVID. My choice, my wiring. 
I don't take long breaks between books because I don't want to. The next story is tugging at me. I do what I do and I like it. And it's no one's business, but mine. I don't diss other writers on social media. I think it's tacky and graceless. But if another writer wants to claim my books suck, okay, that's opinion. Clearly, if a reader wants to say so or express disappointment in any of my books, they're entitled. I stay off reader boards because they should be free to express those opinions without a writer waiting, waiting in to snap at them or argue or attempt to intimidate. That's my opinion. But no one's entitled to call me a liar or a cheat. No one's entitled to lie about me and imply or say I use ghosts. I will stand up for myself and my work. And when a ghostwriter takes to social media to whine, that's also a choice. But not when they whine about me. They don't know me and I have nothing to do with their choices. And ghosting is a choice. To a statement like, if Nora Roberts and I wrote the same exact book, hers would sell a lot more. First, I say, duh. I say, duh, because I've spent four freaking decades building a career, a following, a reputation, connections with publishers and readers. So, duh. But over and above, this is stupid, foolish, and ignorant statement because no two writers would ever write the same book. Doesn't work like that. We aren't in each other's heads. We all have our own creative path, our own style, our own voice. No one creative would make such an asinine comparison, which only smacks of jealousy and a lack of understanding of how publishing actually works. And sister, you made a choice to take a ghostwriting job. Your reasons are your own, and I don't question or criticize them because that's your personal business. However... Did you take payment for the ghosting? Did you agree to terms and cash a check for the work you did? Now, if the person who hired you didn't pay you or agreed to give you credit and didn't follow through, you've got a legitimate complaint. But if you took money and agreed, as the term ghost implies, to forfeit any credit, quit your bitching and leave me the hell out of it. Do the work, invest the time, take the risks every writer takes. Deal with your rejections and the disappointments and push on. That's how it's done. Write. Spend more time writing and a lot less whining on social media and trying to take shots at another writer or the realities of the industry itself. A couple of weeks ago, I had another bout of vertigo, which sucks beyond the telling of it. The first day, after a first few hours flat out, I could sit up. I thought, hmm, and asked BW to bring down my Surface and flash drive because maybe I could work in bed. I found out quickly that was a big no. Day two, better, try again, and I found I could write a couple of hours. I couldn't stand up without everything spinning, but sitting was okay. Day three, a little better yet, so a full day of work in bed because walking felt like walking on the deck of a ship in high seas. I worked because I wanted to work, because I have a deadline, because it's my job. And then somebody who knows nothing about me, but my name implies I don't do my own work. So it's very personal for me. Every time 
a zombie like this pops up, I will aim for the head. I'd like to ask you to join the army. If you see anyone on social media claiming I used ghosts, insisting I must, please let me know. I'm not going to be shy about swinging my metaphorical axe at their head. Okay, then. All righty. <laughs> so, you know, first of all, you, you, we've discussed this. I don't even know how many friggin' times. I mean, it's like she said, it comes up over and over again. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. You pick up any two Nora Roberts books and you know they're written by Nora Roberts. Yeah. Or you, there's no mistaking her style mm-hmm. or her voice. Yes. But this idea that she has ghosts is mind boggling to me. I don't know if people just think she writes so much that it's just impossible for somebody to write that much. I don't know. I don't know where this idea comes from. Yeah, I don't know where the idea of it's impossible comes from because um, I don't either. It's her job, like she said. It's her job. Yes. And she writes every day. I mean, just about every day. If that's the case, then, yeah, obviously she's going to produce a ton of work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you if you sit down and write eight hours a day or longer, who knows? You're going to produce a lot. It's, you know, this isn't her hobby. This is her full-time job. You know, you know, some people write for fun. Some people mm-hmm. write, you know, in their off time. She doesn't. She writes as a job. Right. Think about the people who um, do National Novel Writing Month in November. I was going to bring that up. Yes. And what is what is the goal? I is am one. Okay. It's it's, it's 50k, 50k in a month, okay. in a month, and none of those people are full time writers. No, no, you know, and they're putting together a 50k book story. I have done it. I've done it a couple of yeah, times. I have tried it, and then I was like, nope, can't do this. <laughs> I like drop out after three days or something. I'm the worst. <laughs> I've always wanted to. Maybe one day I'll get my shit together, but I, probably not. And this is not. I don't want people to think that this is me. Like you know. I'm so great or whatever. It's just to make the point that it's possible. I've done it mm-hmm. and completed the 50 K while working a full-time job right. and being a single mother. Right. And that's exactly. the thing is if, if Nora is a full-time writer, how is it unreasonable that she can produce several novels a year? Yes. Because the 50 K in, in a month, it ends up being roughly I think um, sixteen hundred words per day, which Depending I mean, on what I'm doing—that's about how many words I'm typing in a day. Sometimes at my job, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it it really—I mean, if you if you do um, if you do treat it as a full time job, it is not going to be difficult. No, to do. I don't. Yeah. Um. So this this whole thing about that it's can't just can't be possible for her to produce that many books in a year is just complete utter bullshit. It's uh, it's also like you know <laughs> there are so like ghostwriting was it not? I mean I know that there are 
authors like I know um Clancy Tom Clancy I know he is known for having used ghostwriters um you know and crediting them because that's how people do it if they have them and if they're not crediting them that means they're not using them anyway um but it's not nearly as like that's really not what most ghostwriters do they're writing speeches they're writing things like that am i wrong um i don't know about every there there is but i feel like that's like that it's not just novel writing correct no it isn't just novel writing writing yeah i mean we're talking about people that write i mean let's be honest i'm and uh apologies ahead of time to anyone out there who might be offended by this but are we really going to believe that trump wrote any of his own books no yeah well and that's that's the whole thing is that's the kind of thing i don't know that's the kind of thing that is being you know ghostwriters are being used for and no i and i'm not just saying trump i'm saying there are a lot of people out there who who got a book deal because of who they are who they are right and then they're like oh okay well then we're gonna have to hire a a ghostwriter and you'll just work with this person to get that book out together coherently when he speaks can you really think he can write that well (laughs) yeah i you know i'll say it i don't care if i offend anybody sorry (laughs) (laughs) sorry. so yeah it just it's it's crazy and you know in the responses to one of these posts or to the post that was made that specifically mentioned Nora Roberts, the person specifically put in there. I want to make it clear that I do not ghostwrite for Nora Roberts. And as far as I know, nobody does, but it, you know, it kind of, it's a little too late, isn't it? You know, you should have put in, well, first of all, you shouldn't have made the damn video in the first place. Okay. Secondly, you should not call out somebody like that unless you're willing to take the blowback, which I'm assuming this person is. Let's hope, let's hope so. Cause you know, um, but, um, don't, you know, you could have very easily said, for example, Nora Roberts. Now I'm not saying I don't go straight for Nora Roberts. I'm just putting it in there as an example if I were to not saying she used ghostwriters or that I've ghost, you know, it, she could have made that very clear, but didn't, didn't, that's the problem. Right. So and it's, it's yeah. Too little, too late to, for, for them to come back out and say like, Oh yeah, I was just putting that in as an example. And I didn't really, you know, come on. And come on. you know, I, I feel like too, after watching it, I, she just comes off as the type of person that she's, I don't know that she's willing to take the blowback. She just didn't think that anything would come of it. Well, yeah, because um, another one of the comments was somebody, and I don't know who this person is, said, you know, odd that the algorithm decided to show me this specific video because Nora Roberts is my boss. And the original poster said, yo, tell Nora, I said, hey, it's like, really? Are yeah. you that self, self unaware? She comes, she comes <laughs> off. It's just, I mean, that, in, that type of entitled person that right. just, 
she's out there bitching because yeah. she's not making any money ghosting because you know other people are getting credit for her work well like nora said that's your choice mm. you can put the yeah. work in write your own book and get it published it's going to be right. harder yeah right. you have to build up a reputation and you'd have to build up a fan base but you yes like nora said you know choice. you she sells more because we she has a gigantic fan base that she's built up over 40 years and we all are fans of hers. And when she puts something out, we buy it because we know yeah. it's going to be good. Yeah. I, it's just, it's, you know, and, and with somebody new, yes, you could write that same book, but there's not going to be that amount of people who are like automatically, Oh, this is an automatic buy for me because I know it's going to be good because you're new to you're it. Right. You have to take the time and put the work in. Yeah. You, you know, you can't just bitch and moan because you're not getting credit. And I mean, you're getting paid for it. Yeah. You, made the like, choice. If you take the job. You're, you're making that choice. You made that choice. You, yeah. you know, it's just, it's so frustrating. It's just yeah. so frustrating. It's like, it is really frustrating. I'm going to go on that is this. Not, that is your fucking job. Yeah. Yes. I want to say this. I don't even know if you are a good enough writer to get your own following and whatever, then like you don't, you don't need to be focusing on ghostwriting. Like if you truly believe in what you're doing, do your own thing because that's what Nora had to do. That's what other writers had to do. Well, according to her, mm-hmm. she's too busy. Well, yeah. okay. So, so here's, here's what I will say. This person, now, this is my this is my feeling about this whole thing. I believe, and I could be wrong, I believe this to be a marketing ploy. Because, yes, because oh, this God. person is about to come out with their own book. Funnily enough, right now, she is now saying, oh, and by the way, I have my own book coming out. So... I feel like I'm not, I'm not saying that she specifically mentioned Nora for the publicity. What I'm saying is she's not backing off it because it means publicity. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, but it's possible that she could have mentioned Nora for, for the publicity, just knowing what she knows about Nora. And if anybody calls her out, it's going to be a big deal and people are going to be talking about it. I think you're on to something. <laughs> so, I, you know, it, it's not a coincidence to me that this person did this. And then a couple of days later, oh, and by the way, um, I have my own book coming out. Because once she did this, she started getting a ton of people going like, oh, well, and we're not even now. Now we're not even talking about Nora Roberts. We're just talking about that whole um, the whole uh, business of ghostwriting. And how right. she says it's so totally unfair. Right. Right. Um, so now she's got a ton of people, hundreds that have come into her mentions and said like, oh, that's so totally unfair. And if you, if you wrote your own book, I would buy it. Right. And yeah. oh, lo and behold, I am coming out with my own book. It's funny. You should mention that. I am coming out with my own book. And not only that, I have just started a podcast. So people should listen to that also. Just so oh happens. My. Just so happens. 
Just so happens. I'm shocked. Shocking. Shocked and amazed. Yeah. Oy. So it's, I honestly got to think that this is a marketing ploy. Yeah, I, I think so she's doing this for marketing. I think you're onto something there. <laughs> I do Indeed. Yeah. Because, yeah. But what's even more disappointing to me um, are the people that have been in her mentions talking about this because, yeah. you know, you, ha- you have people that say that, oh, they're big fans of Nora, you know, but then say stupid shit like um, this person who said, well, I want to know who wrote the year one books because it's a completely different vibe than any of her other books. And I'm here for it. Well, it's so it's a completely different vibe. So somebody else must have written it. Right. This you can still tell Nora. (laughs) You can still tell it was written by Nora. You know what? That's somebody that hasn't read the in death books because yeah. One is very similar in style. Is very similar yeah. in style to the yep. death books. Yep. That's why to some people it seemed so foreign. Yeah, but Nora made it extremely clear over a year before those books released mm-hmm. that this was something that she needed to do because she came up with the story and it's not gonna be her normal style. Right. And- made it very clear and she kind of harped on that and was like do not expect my normal you know romantic suspense or yeah. even the trilogy fantasy type this is completely 100 percent different but i don't know about you but for me i was i started reading and i was like oh yeah yeah it was yeah it's very Makes, very similar yes. style. very similar style yeah. yeah yeah but i mean yeah and the story is completely way out past whatever she what she's ever done before as far as you know like just storytelling in general but i mean the style is still nora you can write for 40 years she's allowed to change things up she is (laughs) yeah yeah and you can very much tell that that series is written by her it's not at all yeah because there are similar little you know things that she just, i mean the just banter style, and the, yes the, the banter especially dialogue is yes and you know yeah very yeah, nora like, all of it is very different but it's mm-hmm. nora you yes. can tell it's nora <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so yeah and and the funny thing is you have this person like uh your one wasn't written by nora but that's okay because i'm here for it you know in in the mentions there um, your one is, is apparently very, uh, controversial. Yeah. It brings out the people that think that she has a ghostwriter just because well, it is that, so different. There's a lot of people that don't like it, period. They just thought it was terrible and they well, hated but it. But here's the thing. So someone else later on said, someone is clearly ghostwriting for Nora Roberts. <laughs> I've been reading her books forever. Just started reading your one. No way she actually wrote it. And the original poster said, if there is someone, I truly hope I meet them someday. Or I hope it's me in the future. Like this person is a ding dong, in my opinion. Like <laughs> to say this kind of stuff. Like, yeah. uh, come on, stop. Yeah. 
But that same person said, um, it's a great book. It's just not the type of thing she writes. And the writing style is so much better. If her name wasn't on it, I wouldn't guess her as the author. And that's just bullshit. 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 Come on. Absolute bullshit. I believe that if you or I read that book or Tara, if she ever, because we want Tara to read your one. That even so many Nora books we want to tear it away. I know we will make her do it. We will strap her down one of these days and make her read that one and the the Guardians trilogy and just a million of them. Yeah, I will. All the books, all the Nora Roberts books, Tara. I don't know that I'll get there, but I don't know about all the Nora Roberts books, but (laughs) the Bridgertons and anything that's like Bridgerton. Yes. Um. I had a laugh because like it's Faded Mates did this whole thing this week of if you liked Bridgerton, here's other things you can read. Oh, right. Yeah. And it was just f- fantastic. I have good recommendations in there. But anyway. Um, so, yeah. So this person's saying can't be Nora because it's better than her regular writing, which is no. also bullshit. Um, it's just different. To that, I say fuck off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's different. Yeah. It's just not it. Yeah. I mean, it's not even different. It's no, it's just a different story. It's a different storyline. It was very, it was very, it was really, I want, I don't want to say odd because odd's not the word, but to read it as a fan of both her work as Nora and her work as mm-hmm. JD Robb yeah. was really cool because yeah. it really was a very much a meshing of the two. A meshing of the two. Yeah. 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 And it was just really, really cool to read. I loved it. Yeah, I loved that whole trilogy. Mm-hmm. I read it twice. I did too. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it's really it's fantastic. Good. One day I'll read it. But I, you know, I love that. You keep saying that, but you know, come on, we don't no, believe you. I I am reading a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of this podcast in depth, but we read. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I've ha- I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think we might have another like podcast. And I also have another podcast where I read things. Yeah, <laughs> but you read what a chapter a week for that one? <laughs> yes, but I'm also like the, the head of the season planning for my theater, so I have to read a lot of plays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Reading is hard. Sorry about that. It's all good. I'll get there. So, but okay. so yeah. So the ultimate point is that here's this person saying like, "This is too good. Can't be Nora." And then a little farther down in the in the uh, in the comments, somebody else says, "I was actually thinking the opposite. That year one was very dull and unnecessarily long." And you're like, "Okay, so is it is it not her because it's too good, or is it not her because it's bad?" Yeah. Make up your minds. People are just dumb. They're dumb. You know. And then farther down in the comments, some ding dong saying like, <laughs> oh my God, as an Aura Roberts fiend, I need to know which books you wrote. And the original poster, I mean, at least she does this, you know, I didn't write for her. Just an example. I can't disclose who I write for. But it's, dude, it's too late. Yeah. You've already made the fucking video. And now everybody thinks you write for her. So it's too late for you to sit there and go like, oh, I can't, can't disclose. Like, yeah. 
they sit here drinking my tea. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Well-timed tea drinking. Yeah, that was, that was intentional. And that, that just bothers me. Yep. Just, you mm-hmm. know, like yeah. you said, you can say who you do not ghost for. So when somebody asks you flat out, if you, if she goes for JD Rob, you say, no, I do not because JD Rob is Nora Roberts. Right. And I do not ghost for Nora Roberts. Because she doesn't have a ghost for I can't tell you who I ghost for. You know that. Ha, ha, ha. I mean, come on. Yeah. I would say most people at this point know. Readers, at least. Mm -hmm. Maybe not the general public, but people who read books know that Nora Roberts and J.D. Rob are the same person. Yeah, mostly. Uh, There's probably a few little stragglers here and there that don't know. Yeah. I was just thinking about this, how, you know, we live in this very advanced technology time period and, you know, people can hack into shit all the time and like they got receipts and all that, you know, Um, all of these accusations of Nora specifically having a ghostwriter and no one has been able to come out and say, I'm the person who's doing that or whatever, or on the other end, like being able to prove that because here's the thing is if you are ghostwriting, you're getting a paycheck and somewhere along the line, there's a connection. If Eve were fucking dealing with this, she would have laid it on the table already. She'd be like, this is, this is the line where you don't see that she has a ghostwriter lay off. Like I, yeah, I just, I don't, we are, we are in such a space where you, you can't hide that, you know? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> And I mean, even if they they signed a non-disclosure clause, it doesn't matter. matter. That shit is going to come out. It'll come out. It's going to come out. Somebody's going to say something to somebody and it's going to come out. It's not even a question. So this idea that over 40 friggin' years, nobody has come forward and said, hi, I used to write for Nora Roberts. I actually wrote this book or this book or this book. Nobody has ever done that. Right. Ever. Right. So, I mean, and, and I'm sure that that's not standard for ghostwriters to come out, but when she no. gets so many accusations about it, yes, then I'm sorry. Like that's, that's a real great place. If you are a ghostwriter to just jump in and be like, actually, yeah, that was me. By the way, right. I have a book coming out that I wrote. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Yes, that's how it's you fun. play that. Not on TikTok, you dumb bitch. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's and here I was up. like, I'm not gonna mention the platforms because yeah. I don't want to give this person I mean you more. you edit this podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'll let it go. No big no deal. Somebody can go I and see it. It. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't say that you wouldn't mention it. It's, and I don't yeah. think she needs, I don't think she needs more attention and I don't think you need to no. go and I don't remember her name anyway. Cause she's nobody. I haven't said a word in her comments and I won't, but, um, wanted off. to, I wanted to, I wanted to, too. <laughs> yeah, almost did, but she doesn't yeah. deserve the, she doesn't deserve it. She mm-hmm. does not deserve the, no. the attention that, yeah. cause this is what she wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all know that at this point. I, I think it's, uh, Honestly, I think that's exactly what she wanted. Yeah. This is exactly what she wanted. Mm-hmm. And how much and you want to make a bet? Her book fucking sucks. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. 100%. Because people like that are always like, I'm writers. so great. I'm so great as, an, as a writer. You Just wait until my book comes out. You'll see. 
Well, a lot of people know, like that, you're I mean, like, she's on the radar uh, of a lot of publishers right now because of this. Well, she might self, I think she was self publishing on Amazon, but that's fine. But I'm gonna self publishing on Amazon. I don't know what even I'd write though. Even if she's making a career out of I know, me too, right? It's on a lot of people's I, radar. Right I am now. not knocking anybody that self publishes on Amazon because no, I feel no, like Judy does, right? Judy does, yeah. yeah. I think she might have an actual publisher now. Okay. But I'm not sure. I'm not positive. We'll have to ask her. There is some really good stuff that's self-published on it. Definitely. Definitely. But Uh, but also I could do it too. And that's not going to be really good stuff. So yeah. Right. We don't know that. that. We do. We don't know your life. It's never going to be finished. (laughs) (laughs) I know that. I know what I'm bad. Uh, so yeah. you're never going to see it to judge for it. <laughs> I feel like I could, and it would be amazing. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> yes, hundred percent. Well, I would. I would. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. That's one sale for me. Yep, I mean, well, yeah. You know, and you know. I, I've been. I've been told I can write well. I just. I don't have freaking time for it. Nobody, nobody to has freaking time for it like Nora no. does. That's right. why yeah. she's Nora. That's why exactly. she writes all the books and we read them. Yes. I'll stick to writing my stress relief fan fiction. And, <laughs> and, and that's perfectly fine. That's, but that's, another, that's another point to bring up too. Like I know we talked about National Novel Writing Month, but like you guys get on Archive of Our Own. Holy shit. Some of these writers, some of these fanfic authors have so many stories that they've written. Hundreds of stories. Like, I, mean, I mean, hundreds of thousands of words in each of the stories. And this is not what they're, I mean, they're not making anything off of this. And, this and some, some of it is really good. Some of it is really good. So again, so, why, are we, why are we doubting that a woman who's been writing amazing novels for 40 years can't, one, write something that's slightly different than something else she's written because um I don't know she has all this experience and two <laughs> she can't like I just I don't understand how people are just like well this is different so I have to it has to be I mean it has to be somebody else yeah my that current is... work in progress has 133,000 words right now see there I've been writing it for two years but well, okay. yes. you're, not working, you're not, you know, you're not working on it all day. You're right. Fun. Right. right. And like we said, you know, I mean, entirely possible to write at least 50,000 words. There are people that do national novel writing month that do write a hundred thousand words mm-hmm. or more mm-hmm. in a month. Yeah. It's doable. Anybody it's that thinks it's not doable, like four books in a year, that that's just such a crazy amount that it's just it's right. totally it's, like it's not to to coin the phrase inconceivable. Um, <laughs> but keep saying that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. <laughs> so uh, you know, it just uh, people. You know, use your heads for Christ's sake. Right. I don't think I've ever. Now you guys can tell me if you have, but I, I don't, I can't think of one time where I've read a book by Nora or JD Rob, whatever, and said, and saw something and said like, that's not Nora. Yeah. No, not she once. She would never say that. Not once. Not one time. 
there's been times that I've thought, oh, I'm not crazy about this one because, you know, well, yeah, but it was yeah. more the, it was more the story didn't connect with me. It wasn't mm-hmm. anything to do with the style or the characters or anything else, because those are always spot on. You know that Nora Roberts wrote this. Well, and you don't have to like everything she writes. It doesn't right. mean she no. didn't write it. No, I know that. That's the other thing. No. It's like, if you didn't write the book, that does not actually mean she didn't like it. Right. So she didn't write it. You know, like, yeah. oh, I didn't like this one. She must not have written it. Or I really yeah. liked this one. I, I, yeah. I'm just going to read her it over I and mean, over again. Let's be honest. Oh, her style in the last maybe 15 years, 10, 15 years, she has gone farther and farther away from the traditional romance novel, which is fine. And everybody it evolves, and it is. I don't exactly. have a problem so with her evolving is, in that way. You know, so like her more recent standalone books have been more about the suspense than the romance, I guess. Right. Um, but you still know they're written by Nora Roberts. Yes, you still can tell that very much so. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, yeah. No, no, no. Nora Roberts does not have ghostwriters, y'all, and neither does J.D. Robb. No. Neither one. Neither you know one. <laughs> neither one of them have. Yes. You're the same person. They do not use ghostwriters. <laughs> so um, I, I, I found this review on Amazon, and it's actually a review of... Um, uh shadows and i didn't see it the first time around so it may be new because okay. if i'd seen it the first time around we did oh, yeah, review the reviews yeah i would have totally put that yeah. one this one in here because it's obnoxious <laughs> so i just want to read it if you don't mind yes please do because it's just completely fucking obnoxious well first of all uh, these people uh, they write these reviews whatever their screen name is, right? And underneath it, she is, or he, I don't know, it may be a a he, has put as a description of themselves, writer, healer, wanderer. And my- Pretentious. Yeah, my my (laughs) note to that was, you forgot pretentious, asshole. Yeah. All these pretentious assholes are back. (laughs) Uh, Oh. So anyway, um, yeah, we love the review, the reviews. Oh yeah. This was reviewed in January, January 27th, 2021. Oh, okay. So yeah. So that's why we missed it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this is a review of shadows. Someone other than Nora Roberts must have written this book and the one before the writing is stilted amateurish and the characters are not the people we have come to embrace over the years. Ah. Uh, you 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 two will be shocked at this next revelation that this person has for us. Whitney swears like a sailor. Can you believe Fucking it? What? <laughs> Whitney swears. I was shocked. <laughs> it must have been something that I missed the first time around. Yeah. Or the first 50 books before it. Right. But um People speak more gruffly than usual, and the descriptions of a scene would not pass a creative writing 101 class. Oh, my God. For example, they're giving us an example. Now, the last we review the reviews, you will remember, I said, at least give us an example. 
so that we can see yeah. your example and evaluate it ourselves. Okay. So this person is now going to give us an example that shows that Laura has a ghostwriter. Okay. okay. Um, for example, the opening line of chapter three, quote, the scent of coffee stirred Eve awake, so she opened one eye and spotted Rourke, unquote. Really? What do you get from that sentence? Uh, That Nora's probably used it more than once in the series. Uh, It's a pretty familiar scene. And then what... What is she trying to say? That it was a bad sentence? That it that it doesn't sound like Nora? Neither are true. I, I like I like that um they made the point to try to be clever and say that this wouldn't pass a creative writing test or writing creative writing class. Yeah. I was like, oh, people who think they're clever by saying stupid shit on the internet. Right. Uh pretty That's sure that if in <laughs> creative writing 101, in my Creative Writing 101 class that I did take in, in college, if I wrote that sentence, the teacher would be pretty okay with it. Yeah. That's I mean, we're not like jumping up and down over the sentence, but it's, uh, it, but it, 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 yeah, it doesn't indicate any kind of bad writing. No. Or, or that it didn't sound like Nora. You know, it uh, indicates the beginning of that chapter where Eve woke it up. It indicates. <laughs> yes. As Nora set. intended it to indicate. Uh, I just don't get. So anyway, let's let's continue on with this review. Um, every now and then, it feels as if Nora has stepped into the writing for a sentence or two. And then it all descends into the work of someone who may wish to become a writer, but in truth, isn't a pro yet. I, I just can't with this. I just can't. What the fuck? I, yeah. I wondered if Nora has a relative who would just love to write books and Nora's giving them a chance while taking a break. Too bad, because the In-Death series is more than mystery romance. We've watched Eve grow with each book. The palatial home, the seasons, the friends and family, the cat, the relationship that deepens and evolves. It saddens me to think that Nora may be bored with In-Death and Eve. I hope she returns and brings the series back to life. Like, I, I don't even... I don't even know where to go with that. There's there's nowhere to go with things like that because it's just people who think they're being clever. Again. Uh, again. They, they think that they've discovered this new thing. This this goes on. This uh review. Nora could afford to hire a gifted ghostwriter. They exist. Did she read and approve this book? Oh my god. I uh, okay. Now, the the last uh, paragraph here. I'm leaving the book at page 71. Well, you didn't get too far into it, did you, idiot? Like sometimes it takes longer. How many pages are in that? You got less than a third? Right. Through it, it? what like 300 pages at least, and, right? And then just went, well, this is bullshit and just 
you know, I'm a big fan of this series, but page 71, uh, this is bullshit and I'm leaving. Okay. I don't know. I'm leaving the book at page 71. Now that I've read reviews about the killing of a cat further along in the story, a dog has already been sliced up, but only mentioned briefly. I have never seen animal abuse in Nora's writing. I guess that was the, that was, that was the last straw, but it's like with this book is lit. This whole series is literally about murders of people. Right. Yeah. Why are you getting to page 71? And then, Oh, somebody told me a cat gets, well, fuck this and tossing it. like, what? So killing people is okay. Well, yeah. Using people is okay with you. Apparently you've gotten this far, you, you know, but yeah. somebody mentions that a cat was killed and you're like, well, that's bullshit. Nora's never done that. I've all done. Yeah. And that's um, patently untrue. Right. Honestly. Even in her other yeah. work. Yes. I think we're coming up on a, on an in-depth book where one of the, where the killer has a history of mutilating animals. Yeah. Are we not? Because it's a true thing that happens. Yeah. 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 I am not a fan of movies where one of the dogs gets killed. And I know there's one out there. I can't think of which one it is, but. So then I, I, as for personally, for me, I don't like, I don't like movies or TV shows or whatever, where animals die and I have to. I don't either. I hate it. That that being said, um, that's that's literally someone just like turned an animal into a mountain you know like i just yeah yeah exactly also you didn't read it so you don't actually know you don't even you don't actually know so uh, there's a couple more sentences and one gives another example which i'm sure that i know the last one didn't convince you that nora has a ghostwriter but maybe this this, maybe (laughs) Maybe this next sentence will okay um she says I care about even Rourke. In my opinion, the in-death series is Nora's best. Well, we agree there. Well, um, yeah. Eve is a singular character, and these books have a soothing, healing effect on this reader. I hate when people say this reader. I that, know, I did. Again, pre- pretentious. Pretentious. Um, just because it's funny. I'll leave the review with another example of writing that is just not Nora, at least not for a long time. So here's here's the quote that she is saying. Well, it convince everybody that Nora has a ghostwriter. Okay, quote. Mira lifted a hand, let it fall. Unquote. Now, if you're not convinced by this time. I just don't know what it's going to take. <laughs> I feel like at least I mean, it says it all right there. Have that exact same fucking quote. In them. Yes. <laughs> because these are things that happen <laughs> in the series that Nora <laughs> writes. <laughs> I mean, I'm literally lifting up my hand and letting it fall about a million yes. times in this fucking uh podcast podcast yes. because it's so fucking ridiculous uh, what I, the hell I, <laughs> I got nothing man 
nothing. It's insane. Sarah, what does the pink hat have to say? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I feel like I've just gone into the same rant every time. What? <laughs> yeah. Also, what- also, like, who are you to be an expert on this? Like an expert on on the voice of an author. You know, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess we're kind of playing the opposite side here. Yes. That, but <laughs> yes. that, being said, that being said, like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm so thrown off by the, like, what authority do you have? You don't go on to Amazon and go this a hundred percent, you know, like this a hundred percent doesn't have the voice of this writer. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not yeah. out there doing that. I just, right. Well, well um, one, we wouldn't cause you know, we're not. We're not pretentious assholes. Right. I just, uh, I, I really at, just can't get behind the people who are, they're reviewing these books in this way that makes me go, are you just trying to like be noticed for being clever or be yes. like, I, I wrote a really, I wrote a really well thought out review on this where I insulted the author and, and you know, said something no one else would have noticed. Like, I just, I don't, I, I hate these kind of reviews. And came up with examples. Yeah. Of the author's really bad writing. Examples that- Really did. stupid examples. It's so fucking ridiculous. I mean, honestly, Mira lifted a hand, let it fall. Uh, I, uh, what, it, yeah, I don't. What? I don't, I just, <laughs> no. You know, I mean- Maybe I just don't get it because I am not a writer, healer, wanderer. That's what it is. We are we are not those things. We I, don't understand. I think it's more this person is a says they're a writer. And you know, jealousy. Again. Right, yeah. Okay. Just like Nora said, it's a it's this is a little bit of jealousy coming out right now. Yeah. Yeah. In that review. I agree. Yep. I I don't know what more we could say about it, but it's it's right, just we're just gonna get mad again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, suffice it to say, I mean, anybody listening to this podcast is not a person that's going to accuse Nora of go having a ghostwriter. Right. I mean, we know that. We know that. It's it just some that we needed to get off our chest. Yeah. It, it just, and we're going to tell all your friends and family. Nora Roberts yeah. does not have a, a ghostwriter. She doesn't have a ghostwriter. It's not impossible for her to write four books in a year. No. It's not impossible. No. She can no. really, if she needed if, to. Or, yes. And has. she has had years where she's written more than four. Yes. Yeah. And if you, if we're going to be perfectly honest about things, her pace, of writing is more than likely the reason why we do see yannis or mm-hmm. inconsistencies yeah yeah because she does Great. write a ton mm-hmm. you know yeah. and she's finished with one and you know she makes the changes and she's you know off to another one right which is why she absolutely needs a better um yeah, yeah. editor a better uh yeah continuity editor yeah um, I feel like any off, but you know, I, I don't, this is not a, 
really a crit- it, it is a criticism of Nora, but not not really because I feel like any author that writes at that pace, if I wrote at that pace, I would fuck up all over the place. Yeah, right. You know, and I would have to rely on an editor to come back to me and say like, uh, "You fucked up here." Yeah, I still wouldn't have finished anything to give to an editor. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. And and that is very true. I mean, Tara, Tara is so self-aware. She's like, yep, that's never happening. <laughs> you guys know that I wanted to be a writer. Write when something? I, when you. I was younger, I wanted to be a writer so bad. And it was just like, I can't, I'm not good at this. <laughs> well, you know, I mean. <laughs> it's not for everything. I don't think that's true, but. <laughs> Maybe. but I, I I think that I don't know I I think that if like if I were again I don't I'm not really a writer but if I could just write full-time I could probably get at least two novels that. out I would force myself to finish finish something <laughs> you know but you know yeah. what I'm saying like yeah. so what each of her novels is about a, a hundred thousand words yeah, about that. Yeah, I'd say. So, yeah, that's like again. Yeah, she probably she probably could if she's just got like a story. I mean, I don't know what her process is, obviously, but like I feel like if I had a full story idea in my head, and I didn't have like the ridiculous need to stop and rewrite everything sixteen times, I could write out a whole fucking story. Right. That's a hundred thousand words in yeah. a month in my free time that I don't really have. If my brain were like, I really want to get this story out again. She is a writer. She does not. She, it's not just that she wants to get the story out. That's her job. And that's what she does. And she right. knows how to do it well. And, you know, <laughs> so she's been doing it for 40 years. I just. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems to me from what I've, I, and I don't know, I'm going to, now I'm going to, you know, have a big opinions and, you know, um, but I, it seems to me that she has said before that, you know, she tends to like, you know, get the story out and then, and then revise. Yeah. That that's, that's the most yeah. likely process. Yeah. And that's typically yeah. how you would do it. Right. Um, because yeah, like you said, if you didn't do it that way, then you would find it. And I do the same thing. I find myself like going back over the same chapter that I've written, like, uh, no, nah, I want to revise this, change this. You can't do that. You have to push on, yeah. get to the end and then fix things later. Yeah. Um, and I, and, but you still have enough time, you know, um, I, I, like I said, people that are doing National Novel Writing Month, they're doing 50,000 in a month. She could easily do 100,000 in a month and then the next month revise. Yeah. And then on to the next book. Yeah. And get four done in a in a year and it, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't yeah. that that I mean it's a grueling pace. I I was going to say it doesn't it doesn't, you know, shock me it still shocks me, you know, that somebody yeah. can write at that pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't do it. That's right. why Nora is who she is. Right. 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 Um, but it's not impossible. No. No. And again, you're, you're working a full-time job mm-hmm. on right. top of that. So who knows? Maybe you could, 
if you know that were your full-time job maybe in case anyone didn't know uh you know my other problem is i'm so fucking add that i just like you know i'd be typing something and like oh squirrel you know (laughs) that kind of thing yeah i get it relatable yeah so yeah i just um i i will say now i'm gonna go off topic just a tiny tiny bit here go for it um i will say one thing that i took a little bit of exception to in (laughs) in nora's uh i know what you're gonna talk about (laughs) what i want to say is what she says here is I stay off reader boards because they should be free to express those opinions without a writer waiting in to snap at them or argue or attempt to intimidate. Uh, And I, maybe she does now. (laughs) I mean, she was pretty active on AdWords. I stay off. I've always stayed off. Always stayed off. I stay off. Yeah. Um, because, yeah. That's yeah. True. I mean, yeah. she didn't necessarily stay off our board. Mm. We're not calling you a liar, Nora. But, but, no, no. Be, be, uh, be, she is not because she herself. Within death, she sent Laura. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, Laura to wait in. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, she was on AdWolf. She was part of AdWolf. She was yes. a member. She posted frequently. Yeah. Yeah. So she was on reader board. And it may be that whatever experience happened on AdWoof, and I don't know because um, the later years of AdWoof, the last yeah. few years, I really wasn't at all. Yeah. yeah I've involved. heard bits and pieces about what happened when it all fell apart. I think that I, I like joined it and then never went there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I went there for a long time and, and uh, posted frequently. And I met some of the best people in the world on that board. Don't get yes. me wrong. At all. I love that board very, very much. Yeah. But yeah, I know there were some major problems for the end. Right. And But it may, it, it, I don't want to put words in Nora's mouth or, 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 you know, it may have been that at a certain point on AdWolf, she came to that realization, like, maybe I should not be here in this fan space. Yeah. Yeah. And that's very, very possibly true. Yeah. Because I have a feeling, I have a feeling that is what happened. Yeah. yeah, From what I hear and from what I understand, things were kind of got ugly and it was not, it just wasn't good. And if, if that's the case, then she was right to step out. Yeah. Um, And I agree with that decision completely. Um, I just think it's a bad, I think she's correct here that it's a bad decision to step into fan spaces. It is. I I just think it's, it's, you know, let, let fans have their place. Yeah. To, to say what they want and just don't, you know, and I would even say, don't even send your publicist there because. Yeah. Laura's Uh not going to be able to stop from bringing some of that to Nora as much as she might want to like, well, I'm just going to like monitor whatever on Nora's behalf or just for herself. Even if she, she went someplace for herself, like I'm just going to join this board just for me. 
because yeah. I want to do it for me. I, I feel like the temptation would be too great not to bring stuff to Nora if, if people were bitching about something. I yeah. agree. Yeah, for sure. So it's, it, it, she's, Nora's right in this post in that you, you should stay off of fan spaces. Mm-hmm. It, it just, it better all around for everybody, I think to just stay off of fans. It's fine to have like your own social media, like a Twitter or an Mm -hmm. Instagram where fans can interact with you. Mm -hmm. Right. But don't go to their spaces. Don't go to their forums or join their, you know, fan groups. Yeah. Because because if you're on social media and then they want to come at you, you're not there in your space, then go for it. Yeah. Right. And nothing at all against Laura. We love Laura. Laura's a sweetheart. It's just, you know, it's, it is what it is. I mean, it's, it's rough to have to see all that about your boss and somebody who, I mean, they're, they're friends. I mean, it would be hard to see nasty things yes. written about your friend. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. It'd be, it'd be impossible yeah. to, not to like bitch, at the, not, yeah. to, not to go to Nora and go like, do you know what they said over here? Yeah. We should respond. <laughs> I totally get it. I totally yeah. get that. You know, um, I I don't know that Laura and I were ever on very good terms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, honestly, if if yeah. if by any chance that Laura or even Nora is listening to this, I honestly, despite anything I have ever said up to this point, have the utmost respect for both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I understand what Nora, what Laura's job is. And I I didn't always, I didn't always agree with things that she said on our board, but I mean, I understand why she said him, you know, and, and why, you know, sometimes we were bitchy, but you know, and sometimes we said things that maybe we could have said them better. Maybe could have, come off as disrespectful but again it was a fan so space on the internet mm, yeah Our. yeah and i feel like that happened a lot too it did you, so you much can't, you can't read tone and so you know things that i would make jokes about people took you as you being bitchy or disrespectful and you weren't yeah. i was just making a joke yeah. and and yeah. you know um you can't but i would say that if like I said, if Laura or Nora are listening to this podcast, <laughs> Laura knows about us. Does she? Same. Yeah, she's in the AdWolf group. Okay. No. <laughs> she, she, either one of them, welcome to come on this podcast at any point in time. I am more than happy to give them that, you know, mm-hmm. to, to give them that platform whenever they want, you know, uh, more than happy to talk with them. Mm-hmm. I think it would be fantastic. Yeah, right. That'd be amazing to have either one on. I would be thrilled. Yeah. Um. You know, I mean, we would be respectful. I mean, again, we have we the utmost fit. respect like for both of them. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you know, um. Plus, you know, in kind of like semi-person because this is not in person but in kind of in semi-person we're really fun and we we're really, really nice people <laughs> we are. We are. 
And they're missing out, really. Let's be honest. Really, um, they're missing out. But yeah, uh, there is always an open invitation to to Laura. If if Laura wants to test the water, if if Nora's saying there's no fucking way I'm going to go on that show, if Laura wants to come on, open invitation anytime. You contact me, and anytime you you're you're more than welcome. Yes, we're fun. Promise. We are. We are fun. Ask Susan Erickson. She had Ask a great Susan time Erickson's on this show. She had a blast. So she said, I, you know. Yeah. Who knows what she's she, having a good time? Who knows what she told you know David Kalachi after right. after the show was over? But she got off and she's like, David, listen about these bitches. Okay, these bitches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. She seemed to be having a really good time. So she, she did seem to be having a really great. good time. And I will guarantee that either Laura or Nora would have a fantastic time if they came on this podcast. Yeah, I agree. Anyone who's ever on this podcast will have a fantastic time because we're awesome. Yeah. I am modest. And mod- it's so and modest. It's so modest. We're so, so modest. modest. We are not at all pretentious assholes. We are not at all pretentious. Not at That's all. True, That's we might not be modest, but we're not pretentious. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're not pretentious. That's for sure. Yeah. But, you know. So, yes, open invitation to Laura. Uh, or Nora to come in and and be on the show, I would one hundred percent welcome that. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I've had people ask before, like, "Are you going to get Nora?" I'm like, probably not. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> probably not a thing that's going to happen. You know what? You never know, though. You never know. I, I'd never say never. We could blow up in the next year. Everybody will start listening, and you know, we'll be famous, and then. You know, or I'll be like, I have to go on the show. To, because, yes. You know, I'll never sell another book until I've gone on <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how that will go. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, that that's exactly happen. how it'll go. You know that. That's exactly yeah. how yes. it's going to go. Yeah. Yes. More likely, they're like, uh, let me on that fucking show so I can show those fucking bitches. Like, you <laughs> how dare you? I want to tell them to their faces. <laughs> More than likely, that's that's how it would be, and I would even welcome that. I'll Trust take me. it. I'll take it. We will take that. If that's what you want to do, we'll take that. Yeah. I'll take that we'll all come. day long. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If Laura wants to come in here and like, if, if Laura wants to come on here and bitch at me about indeath.net, she is more than welcome, and I will sit here and take it. <laughs> that's fine. Cool. Come on in. I. Come on in. Come on Absolutely. In. I will I will take it all day long or all Absolutely. night long because it's nighttime right now. But you know what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> I know. Just like we know the difference between Outlander and Highlander. Uh, apparently not. I, I was, was thinking so Outlander. I, did, I caught that on the listen and I was like, yeah. oops. Yeah, I know. I did. Outlander there. I caught it on the uh, on the edit. Yeah. And but then there's nothing there's nothing I could do. There's nothing you could do. Yeah. Except, you know, like do, you could have thrown a snippet in at the back at the back end and been like, whoops, I meant Outlander, not Highlander. My I bad. figured I'd just put it in show notes or whatever yeah, and, and people would be funny. fine with it. But we did get a yeah. complaint. Not a complaint, but somebody, one of yeah. our listeners was like, Oh, I think you meant 
Outlander. And you're like, yeah, yeah I did, but yeah, that's not you what you're right. I did. Yeah, because I didn't even it didn't even register when we, I I knew exactly what you were talking about. I, yeah, it didn't register. So I never me. even registered because so, I'm like, you know, as soon as you said it was on the same time as that, Poldark was on at the same time as Highlander because they weren't on it. No. So I, I knew you meant, I knew you meant Outlander, but it, mm-hmm. it never even registered to say anything to yeah. you because I knew exactly what you're talking about. So I just let it go. And yeah, off we went. I just was not on that, on the Outlander train. I, I just was I not part of that <laughs> fandom. So I, no. you know, I mean, it just, just wasn't coming but, to yeah. you. Wasn't I, read, coming to me. I read the first book and I just couldn't get into them. So mm, yeah, me too. Yeah. The, and I, you know, well, y'all know I didn't read any of them. <laughs> no, I know you didn't. <laughs> too much, in my opinion, and, and this is just me. I'm not saying that this is bad in terms of writing, but for me, it was too much of that just description of them walking through the Scottish countryside. Like, yeah, I, I, I could not deal with that. I'd rather just go to the Scottish countryside, walk through my side. Well, yes, but <laughs> yeah. it's very, yeah, she's very wordy. Yeah, she's I've really wordy. That. I have a lot of friends who really love those books, though. Oh, I do too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I have friends that have read all of them multiple times and mm-hmm. watched the entire series and are just complete fangirls. Yeah. I'm just not one of them, and that's fine. It's, everybody's different. Yeah. So um, we do have two new patrons. This mm-hmm. week, uh, our new patrons for this week are Don Bear or Don Bear or Don Bear, How, you know, however many ways you can say that. Uh, and Alyssa Sargent. They are both new patrons for us this week. And thank you so very much. Don is actually the one that. Um, pointed out to me that I got Highlander wrong or Outlander wrong. Highlander. Highlander, Outlander. You know what I'm saying? It's so funny. It really is. Highlander, Outlander. Um, We've had a ton of good reviews over the last, we review the reviews episode of the show was apparently a fan favorite, which it always did. The last one was. So, you know, no surprise that this one would be too, but just just the um, the amount of um, you know people saying that they just laughed out loud. Um, Hertz Lioness Books says one of the funniest yet. I laughed so hard at one point I thought I'd piss myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I feel like that's a pretty good compliment. Any that podcaster is an excellent compliment, and I love it. <laughs> Yeah, any podcaster would be happy to get that comment. Um, but she says, you all need to get some of those slogans on merchandise, ASAP. So that's <laughs> something I'm working on. I've been dragging my feet on that. But yes, I, we we need to. Uh, I've got a sweatshirt. Jen already does have a sweatshirt. Sorry, listeners. No. Jen's the first one to have a sweatshirt. But um, it's so comfy and warm and snuggly. <laughs> I love it. And that has nothing to do with us or our show. That's no. the manufacturer of the sweatshirt. Yeah. Um, we are also I, cuddly and warm, though, in case you needed to know that. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I'm you could ask and warm. Yeah, I suppose I am, too. As you could I, ask Lily. I'm but sitting here in this stocking cap and fuzzy sweater. Right. You know, 
I'm sitting here in my short sleeves here in oh. California. Well, yeah, because some of us don't yeah. live on the West Coast. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be like in the 80s tomorrow, the next day. Ooh, weird. Shut up. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. Um, it's warming up here for a minute, then it will be cold again. Uh, Diana said, please stop. I couldn't stop laughing. You're a riot. Glorious episode. <laughs> uh, Grammy Butt says, no matter what the reviewers say, even Rorker family, I've got a daughter-in-law listing and that, and now I have a granddaughter named Eve. Oh, I love everything about the books, including sometimes and sometimes especially the gratuitous sex. It, Grammy, there is no gratuitous sex. We've said that before. That's right. It all does work in the story. It's none of it's gratuitous. Um, Heidi says, this has to be one of my favorite episodes yet. I was laughing right along with you guys. I would honestly listen to you guys review the reviews for every book ever written. <laughs> I don't think we could do that. That that would I can't with that. Um <laughs> fantastic episode. P.S. Can we please start a petition to get Caitlin to sing a song titled There's No Crying or in Tycooning or alternatively a rendition of No Tycoon, No Cry? No Tycoon, No Cry. I have talked to her about that. She seems less than enthusiastic, but we'll see. I'll work I mean, on Caitlin, you exist uh, to do our bidding. Yeah. But, uh, I don't um, think she agrees with that. I don't think she agrees. <laughs> um, she exists to do my bidding. I don't know about you two, but. You know, I mean, she shouldn't be doing our bidding. <laughs> if if she hears that, our like she, if she heard like me saying she exists to do my bidding, that uh, you know, she would give me a look like I would be incinerated. <laughs> I gave you life, I, child. <laughs> yeah, I did, but you know, I mean, a lot of good it did me. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I know, I know. Um. So Yvonne said, listen to the podcast and again, had me laughing out loud. Also re-listened to the Susan Erickson podcast. And the word that comes to mind is awesome. Nice. The Susan Erickson podcast has been our most popular podcast. I think has more downloads than any of the podcasts we've ever done. Oh yeah. I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, I'm, we're, we're, yeah, it's it's easily twice as many downloads as we've gotten on any podcast within a week time because it's only been out a week. Yeah, so, right. Isn't that crazy? It's it's nuts. So you have any? Um, we've Twitter? got some very cool Twitter comments. Actually, we got one from Tina. This is about the uh, Susan Erickson episode. Mm hmm. And I so enjoyed this episode. Thank you all. And Kate, listening to episode 36 of Podcast in Death, highly recommend. Mm. She tagged us in that. That was a tweet of her own. Also, we got another one that's a tweet of her own, a new listener. At Podcast in Death, I can't believe I just stumbled onto this podcast. I heard the interview with Susan Erickson and I'm now starting at the beginning. I'm an in-depth diehard, and thank you for the in-depth wiki. I would check things there often to refresh my memory. Oh, the wiki so, is fantastic. That's from it Dana. It needs a little work. Dana, if you're willing to put in a little work there, we could use it. Yeah. Um, those of you who can't 
be a patron. Helping out on the wiki is another thing that you could do that I would be so appreciative of. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, we've got a couple of people that are like, yeah, no way does Nora have a ghostwriter. <laughs> That's Judy. No. Yeah. <laughs> and and Penharth, which I think is on Instagram too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Nora has said with intense feeling that she does not have a ghostwriter. That's a myth perpetuated by jealous rivals. Nora didn't say that last part. I did. Just had to clarify. <laughs> Actually, she did. She did say jealous in her uh, in her message this last time. But um, and we agree. But you know, we agree completely. Um, yeah, I understand not wanting to say that. But um, then it it probably is true. Yes, we all know that she doesn't have a ghostwriter. But I know hopefully that message will get out to other people who continue to say that because it's just ridiculous and stupid and stop it. Yeah. Ridiculous. That's what I have to say. Yeah. So, all right. Um, I guess that's it. Yeah. So, uh, again, you can get in touch with us as any of these people have on Twitter or on Instagram by going to podcast and death or by searching for podcast and death on either one of those platforms you can go on our website, www.podcastanddeath.com, or you could send us an email at show at podcastanddeath.com, or you can call the number. The number is 205-476-2753, and that spells out 2054-ROARC. So yes. call the number or get in touch with, with us on Twitter or Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, be a patron if you can. That would be awesome. And I think that's it. So for Podcast and Death, this is AJ. This is Jen. This is Tara. And we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Uh, oh, next week is, is Faithless and Death. Yes. yes. Forgot that part. Yeah. So next week is Faithless and Death. So be sure to be, be there. Be there next week. If you have, if you've read it already. If you haven't, don't, don't listen. Don't listen. But those of you that have read it. Listen next week. All right. Definitely. See you then. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast in Death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo, and is available on Shutterstock.com. This podcast and all of our previous podcasts are available at podcastindeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at podcastindeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast in Death on Twitter and Instagram. But no, we don't have a Facebook page. Also, you can call us and leave a message at 205-4-ROARC. That's 205, the number 4, ROARC. 
Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slunch it to you. Yeah.